Welcome to 20-Minute Health Talk. Today's special guests are Joe Mascola. He's the Executive Vice President of Enterprise Services for Northwell Health, and he's also a member of the Board of Directors for Northwell Direct. And we got Nick Stefanizzi, who is the CEO of Northwell Direct. Northwell Direct is this great company that's helping people and businesses get back to normal. Tell us what Northwell Direct can do for businesses, Joe. Yeah, sure. So first, thanks, Rob, for having us today. Always a pleasure to be on this podcast. Um, what we tried to create was an organization uh, that provides not only wellness services to other companies, think mid-sized, large-sized companies, uh, but then also can help them with their health plans at a uh, higher quality and a lower cost. Obviously, a lot of companies are struggling with uh, cost, and one of the biggest line items that any company has is how much their health benefits cost. Obviously, as a healthcare provider, we have an absolute point of view uh, about uh, healthcare. Um, we think we do it better. We think we do it more efficiently. And what this model does, to say it rather bluntly, is we remove the middleman uh, of the managed care companies to help us go right to that, direct to that employer, and provide them the services that they need. Hence the name, Northwell Direct. Exactly. Very creative, right? Yeah. You know, the other thing that I think is is interesting, just building on what Joe was talking about in terms of the quality and the cost point that we're able to, to offer, is if you look over the last uh, decade plus, what businesses uh, here in the New York metro area and frankly across the country have seen are year-over-year -year increases from the traditional payers and insurance providers. And there's this sort of perennial question of how much is the business going to absorb how much of this do we pass on to the employee? Um, and it's just not sustainable. And COVID has certainly exacerbated in a lot of ways the financial pressure that businesses face. And so you couple those two things together, and we think the time is really right uh, to bring this new solution to market and offer a different, better way to provide that care for, for your employees. Yeah, and when you talk about bringing this to market, it's already in market and you're already working with some some really big companies. Tell us a little bit about what's happening right now. Yeah, so we've, we've had a great first year uh, since we launched into the market. We've established some really uh, noteworthy and strong partnerships with companies like Whole Foods, uh, JetBlue, RxR, uh, Realtors. Um, and, and we've really built some nice momentum uh, in the market. Some of these organizations, you know, they were struggling like everybody else with how to navigate this new normal, how to safely bring employees back into the workplace, how to navigate this sort of hybrid, remote, and in-person environment that we all now find ourselves in. Um, and we were well positioned to offer our expertise and perspective as well as services ranging from testing uh, to uh, clinical concierge and virtual triage for their employees in the event, unfortunately, that they came down with COVID to help them reopen, help them get back to business uh, and figure out the way forward as the situation continued to evolve. Yeah, I'll just build upon that. You know, when we were building Northwell Direct and, and, and the build took us a couple of years in and of itself, but one of the key parts of the research when we thought about value proposition was this uh, notion that healthcare organizations, health systems, they're very complex, they're confusing, they tend to be cumbersome, um, and any of the potential consumers would have a difficult time sort of accessing us. Do I talk to this person? Do I talk to that person? What we tried to do was have one face, one easy uh, door portal of entry 
into the healthcare system. It's that it's that organization. It's Northwell's direct responsibility. It's their responsibility to navigate our health system and any of our partnerships. And there are partnerships that exist throughout it. And and what we certainly saw was when we had those questions come our way during the COVID crisis. Um, it was one person we helped navigate and then provide the services, and that was true for whether that was for testing. We then uh, bring in the laboratory and the laboratory helps us with the testing. Uh, it uh, is true of vaccination. We bring in all the various services throughout Northwell uh, to be able to then offer that locally. Uh, we can expand that to more of the wellness concepts. What about, you know, know your numbers and, and, and uh, administering uh, programs that help really promote wellness and well-being and just general health. Uh, and that's where we bring in those additional services and then provide them to an employer. Yeah, I would assume that a healthy employee is a more productive, a better employee. Absolutely. I mean, um, when you think about it, what makes a great place to work? Um, it's a host of different things, engagement, experience, but it's how I care for you and how I care for your family. And so well-being has for many years been a really critical part of the uh, experience and engagement journey. A number of years ago, uh, even uh, when Cranes started to look at and evaluate uh, top places to work in the, in, in the New York area, uh, what you saw added just about three years ago was wellness and, we and wellness programs to their criteria uh, for being the best place to work. Um, and it is something, quite frankly, when you talk to our team members, uh, it's something that they're keenly interested in and they want us to be a part of and, and, and we're on the journey with them. And now I can, I can say as a fortune rated uh, organization, now number 19 on the list uh, for, uh, for this last year, um, it's, it, it has been a strategy that has allowed us to excel within our Northwell team members, uh, but then it's the same thing that we then try and offer out to other organizations. COVID uh, has uh, been interesting um, in terms of what they expect from their employer. Um, you know, always, I think the expectation is I'm going to be safe while I go to work. Um, and that should certainly be the case and certainly continue. Um, the employee now has the expectation, okay, so if you're going to bring me into the office, you're doing everything to protect me, right? And it's not only me, but you're making sure that the person next to me is being healthy too, right? Uh, and that's where we see some of that friction play out. So it's how do we create these these guidelines, these standards to make sure that all of our workforce is, is safe. I say it a little bit differently. I agree with everything you just said. I just say it a little bit differently. Thanks, I, Nick. <laughs> not surprising, right? <laughs> you know, to me, the days of the beer, beer taps and the ping pong tables uh, being the thing that differentiates uh, an employer and that makes people want to work there are over. Uh, to me, the conversation has shifted to what investments are you willing to make to keep me safe, to keep me well, to protect my family? Uh, and the employers that can pivot, make the shift and focus there are the ones that will be employers of choice going forward uh, and win the war for talent uh, as we go forward. You know, the other thing just you mentioned uh, healthy workforce, you mentioned well-being. One of the things that we see emerging uh, in the market, in the conversations that we're having with employers is, okay, our employees have been through this really traumatic experience over the last year and a half, this really jarring period that's required a lot of adjustment in how we work and how we live and how we do or don't see our families. Um, 
we need to think about as a next phase, how do we make our workforce more resilient? And yes, it, it incorporates the traditional things like health and wellness services, but it also needs to start to incorporate things like behavioral health uh, and a different point of view and a different set of services that are more uh, accessible, less stigmatized, uh, more readily reached for by the workforce. Um, and so I think, again, uh, given some of the developments within the health system, the robust capabilities there, uh, we have a real opportunity to bring those into the market to these partners and help them uh, build that resilient workforce. Yeah. So is this something that can be tailored to different companies based on what they're looking for or what they need? Yeah. When, when Nick and I do some of these first meetings with uh, whomever from the company, sometimes it's their CEO, sometimes it's their owner, sometimes it's their, their head of HR, the head of benefits. Uh, the, the first thing we come out with is, um, uh, and this is where we have really tried to get it right. It's not about what we do at Northwell. It's not about what Northwell Direct is only trying to sell one sort of structured offering. We meet the company where they are. What are their needs? What are they looking to accomplish? And in very many ways, it becomes a menu of options. Um, and these are big decisions for an employer. And that's why I say we have an absolute point of view. We understand how hard some of these changes can be. And so there's some things that we can do uh, that just uh, create uh, uh, some preliminary services, uh, a stickiness between us and them. Uh, sometimes it's it could be pre-employment screenings. It could be uh, helping them administer a, a, a wellness engagement program like we do at Northwell with our, our annual walk. Uh, it could be uh, um, laboratory exam uh, evaluation of their cholesterol and, and their hemoglobin A1C to evaluate their, uh, their, their sugar levels, et cetera. Um, but that's where we have the conversation to better understand. And what you'll find, and I'm sure Nick can further describe, is they will come to you with a specific problem that they are trying to solve. Um, uh, and what we then do is bring in the clinicians to help them understand and look at their data uh, to help them figure out a way to solve it. Yeah, I, it, you know, it's interesting. There is not a day that goes by, frankly, that we don't get asked, uh, can you provide X, Y, or Z service. And often that X, Y, or Z is something we hadn't initially contemplated when we launched the business. And the nice thing, uh, being a part of an organization as large as Northwell, when you step back and think about it, the answer is generally, well, actually, yeah, we probably could do that. So it almost sounds like Northwell Direct is almost like a, a home visit doctor, but I guess it's more than just a doctor. And so just give me an example of some of the things that are happening. I understand there is a vaccination site now at JFK for airport employees. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to your point about it feels like a home visit, uh, I think the new reality of work is that we are going to continue to live in this hybrid world of uh, virtual and remote, as well as some presence uh, in the office to be determined based on business needs, uh, based on organizational culture, et cetera. And so we've had to evolve our capability to be able to deliver services and meet the employees, whether they're in their home or whether they're in the office. And I think we've done a good job over the last year of evolving uh, to be able to provide that kind of support. Now, specifically as it relates to um, JFK and the work that we're doing with the Port Authority, you know, look, one of the ancillary benefits, uh, in addition to being able to provide for the health and well-being of these employers uh, and their workforce, uh, we view our secondary role as helping uh, to assist with the, with the health of the economy 
and the recovery of the economy here in the New York metro area. And certainly uh, airports, airlines, and their employees are a critical piece of getting the economy back up and running the way it was pre-pandemic. And so uh, we had gotten introduced uh, through actually our relationship with JetBlue uh, to the folks at the Port Authority who were interested in establishing an on-site vaccination center for the employees at JFK. There's about 30,000 plus uh, airline employer, employees in JFK every day. Uh, they've been eligible uh, for vaccination for some time, and there was a desire to try to uh, drive those numbers up in terms of adoption. And so uh, we launched that uh, in uh, the end of April, uh, and we've been up and running. It has been a tremendous uh, success. We've vaccinated thousands of airline workers, uh, and we're really proud, as I said, to be part of helping the economy to get back up and running. So companies that sign on with Northwell Direct, they're not changing their insurance providers. So they could. Uh, and, and basically what we uh, describe is that we can be a full replacement model. What does that mean? Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're a benefit manager or the head of HR, there's a number of things that you'll, uh, you, you consider in this process. One, we've talked a lot about wellness and well-being. These are, these are additional services. They're largely focused on engagement. How do I make you, the employee, part of the journey where you own a big part of that, but I own a part to support you in that journey as well? So that's sort of one part. The other part then becomes we can help you replace every other piece. So you heard Nick talk about care management. Uh, there's uh, something called the TPA, which helps administer the claims, et cetera. We can, do, we can replace that as, as a key part of what we're able to offer. We can also replace the pharmacy benefit manager um, components. We have key relationships uh, that we've um, uh, gone through the due diligence of, of procuring as well. Uh, in addition, there's other um, navigation services, uh, communication tools, um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, in addition to analytics and all these other types of things to give the employer a little bit more insight, if we do this, we, we will likely see this outcome. Or if we do this, we will absolutely see this outcome. Um, and that's where it becomes a relationship between us and the employer. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we, can, we can replace that Blue Cross card. We can replace the United card uh, through the series of relationships and capabilities uh, that we've built. The other thing that we've seen an interest in uh, and we're open to, uh, and again, this, this is in the spirit of meeting the employer where they are, uh, there are some cases where that employer might not be ready to make a wholesale replacement of their existing plan. It's a big, it's a big decision. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and so uh, we've seen interest in uh, creating choice, in putting the two plans side by side and allowing employees to choose. Uh, and every time I get asked the question by a broker or by an employer, uh, if we'd be open to it, I'd say, absolutely. Would we love to replace, uh, fully replace uh, the incumbent? Absolutely. But we are totally comfortable sitting side by side. Uh, and I'd be willing to place a bet that in year two and in year three of our experience working with that employer, you're going to see more and more people migrating over to our plan and choosing it over the incumbent because of all the differentiators and the experience that we're able to provide. You heard me mention before this concept of disruption, and that is the big key here. If I am going to make this change, we do an actual analysis to see how many people, how many employees are going to have to change their 
their physician because of this. It gives me a better sense as a head of HR of how difficult this may or may not be. And then how much uh, sort of uh, communication, change management am I going to have to handle within my organization? And then it's a, it's a decision. How much do I want to take on for, uh, uh, for a certain amount of savings, for a certain type of experience? And I think there's a real differentiation there, too. We're a provider organization. Caring for these employees, caring for patients uh, is core to our DNA. It's not about returns to shareholders and profit that can be spun off. It's a different set of motivations and incentives being a provider organization than being an insurance company. And I think that's an important distinction for us. That's great. And so uh, a lot of companies are really excited about this. And one of the ones, uh, one of the companies that I love is I love to shop at Whole Foods. Tell me what you're doing with Whole Foods. Yeah, so we, we've been working with Whole Foods uh, for a number of years. Uh, we went live with a partnership this year in which we curated a primary care network for their 6,500 plus employees in the New York metro area. We designated seven different primary care locations within the health system as the destination for those employees and their dependents. And we curated a, an experience that was tailored to the Whole Foods philosophy uh, and the Whole Foods perspective on care delivery. Uh, there's a very specific appointment type. Uh, it's actually a little bit longer. They meet with the uh, providers for an hour. Uh, there's a heavy focus on food and nutrition brought into these visits. So it's a completely holistic view. And we've wrapped some concierge and navigation services around this program. And so it's been a really great experience uh, since we launched earlier this year. And we are looking forward to evolving that relationship with Whole Foods uh, in the months that come and into 2022 uh, and being a side-by-side -side offering uh, for the full network product. Yeah. And when you talk about bringing in services, it seems like such a home run because so many people feel like they don't have time maybe to go to a doctor's appointment or whatever. But when, when it comes to your work and you can maybe get a vaccination or a screening or a checkup, it's a win. A big part of what we're able to offer is on-site clinic presence. We've had uh, on-site clinic at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratories for nearly eight years. And that's a model that we've grown over the course of time to include not only uh, pre-employment types of work and screening, but then ongoing uh, health and wellness on-site on the campus. And so there's many organizations that uh, we're exploring this pre-COVID. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that as we sort of emerge back in the office. How can I continue to provide wellness services on site? Or can we leverage our partnerships? This is where the partnerships come into place. Um, where are our Go Health Urgy centers in relationship to an office? Is it close enough proximity? Uh, obviously, we're not just looking to add on expense burden to an organization, but give them options for timely health. You know, one of the, the interesting things that I think has come out of COVID, but that has very broad implications, is you saw new partnerships emerging, uh, types of organizations that didn't historically work together. I mean, how many examples do you have of healthcare organizations uh, being tied at the hip with uh, real estate developers. You know, it, it's just not a traditional partnership that you see out in the market. But more and more, what we're seeing, and we certainly have a great relationship uh, with RxR, um, we're seeing an interest and a demand for on-site healthcare services that can be viewed as an amenity for tenants. We've also brought uh, 
COVID-related and reopening-related advisory services into schools. So we've partnered with Swanica Central High School District. Uh, we've partnered with the Greenville School, so both private and public organizations, uh, to provide them guidance as they were thinking about how do they bring students back in a way that is safe. Um, and we were able to apply the lessons learned uh, in Northwell as well as leverage the clinical expertise, whether it was Donna Armolino from an infection uh, prevention perspective, whether it was uh, Dr. Bill Lowe and Lorraine Chambers-Lewis from a, an employer health perspective. Uh, we brought the right group of people around the table uh, to help in a, an environment that's a little bit different, uh, but where the lessons learned and the expertise is certainly applicable. Thank you so much to our guests, Joe Mascola and Nick Stefanisi. And thank you so much to you, the listener, for tuning in. I'm Rob Boyle. Have a great week and stay safe. Get more expert insight from some of the leading voices in healthcare today. Subscribe to 20 Minute Health Talk on Podbean, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts.